Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 164. I am Sean, and joined with me at least six feet away, we have off-road lawn chair Andy. Thanks for uh, allowing me to be here in this in this home. You betcha. <laughs> and Tony Katz. Yes, thank you uh, for having me here. And I live here, but thank you also for having me here. But this is funny tonight. I mean, I know we're not on live video, but Andy and I are sitting in, what do you call these, lawn chairs? I'd say that, yeah, lawn, camping, camping chairs. Chair. Yeah. yeah. Something you would chair. take out to like, yeah, when you're Collapsible camping. Collapsible chair. You're sitting around the campfire with your friends. You're at a your kid's soccer game that no yeah. longer exists anymore in this world that we live in, post-apocalyptic world. Uh, but yeah, so this is episode 164. We are doing a sports pod and a regular entertainment pod this week. Last week we did the quarantine files, and those might be back. Um, we're still quarantined yeah, these, here. These are all quarantine files in their but, own uh, we got to keep things real, you know. This might not ever end, and uh, we wanted to... Uh, Keep a little bit of reality while we could. Well, the reality is that there won't be any live sports for a while. So there's mm-hmm. not going to be a lot of games to talk about. So if you want to talk sports, we got to talk about a little bit about the, the news, but also some uh, some more uh, you know discussion topics rather than uh, you know talking about last night's game. We're going to have to talk about the 90s, what happened then, that kind of stuff. So uh, we got something like that coming up for you today. Yeah, and it'll be pretty good. I, I hope so. Uh, but before we do... We just got a couple of things to get uh, get out there to the world. So ESPN announced today that the uh, Last Dance 10-part uh, documentary series, with whatever you have, uh, what we'll call it, on Michael Jordan and that Dream Team Bulls. Well, uh, they weren't the Dream Team, but never yeah, was. I think he dream was team, a Dream Team. Yeah. Uh, will be coming out April 19th. Now, it was initially, if I remember right, coming out in July or June, but because of... Lack of sports and ESPN doesn't know what to do. They're going to push it to now. So that's what I was going to say when you when you first told me that today, I didn't argue the date, but I was like, I could have sworn I remember it being June they were going to bring it out. But now it makes sense of why they are bringing it out earlier, which they should. Yeah, because that's Where's I was now. I was All thinking about that literally like two three weeks ago. I was like, what's going to get scary is when ESPN runs out of replaying all these great classic games. <laughs> then it's like, well, then what's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, they're going to play just pedestrian games, you know, that no one really remembers. They're going to film us playing horse. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, uh, producer Luke today watched the uh, top 100 plays, sports plays of the last decade on YouTube. And honestly, at the top of my head, I can't even remember what the number one play was, which is pretty upsetting that I can't remember. I remember thinking, oh, it was um, Kawhi Leonard's shot last year to end that. That's I'll, why I'll take I it. Yeah. It. <laughs> I don't think that was uh, the top play of all time. It definitely wasn't. Of the last decade, but. I don't even remember what was two. You know what was up there, Andy? I don't know if you remember this, but it was when Kevin Pillar robbed a home run in Toronto. Oh and yeah, literally scaled the wall and robbed oh, it. Yeah, this is how tall is that wall? Ten feet, twelve feet? Like, I don't know, but it's I a believe big wall. He uh, he signed with the Red Sox, I believe. It's one of those under under the radar signings. So uh, yeah, yeah, we never got we'll to see get him next, baseball next, preview next July, I think. Uh, um, yeah, I'm excited about this Bulls thing, though. I want to see. Yeah. Some, oh yeah, some never before seen footage of yeah. Luke Longley. It's going to be incredible. Uh, Tony Kukoc. Yeah. Be, I've uh, seen some never before seen footage of Dennis Rodman over out in the, out in the bars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that'll be funny to see him uh, on there. My question is, do you guys know, are they releasing it all at once or is this going to go 10 I, weeks? I think it was not all at once. I don't remember what happened with the OJ thing because that was also a 10-parter. 
Um, I don't think they did, did it over 10 weeks, but yeah, it's maybe almost two, like maybe two a week or yeah, something for like five that. Five weeks or something. Um, maybe like a Monday, Friday thing or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, because if they could weasel them into all of this quarantine, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. But then also, I don't want this to be like, a, eh, Tiger King's in, uh, the whole world's talking about it because everyone's stuck inside. So now is the time to do it. I don't want to be talking about the Tiger King. I think people will be talking about that no matter what anyway, because in America, we love the dumb, weird shit. Yeah. I don't know if they're talking about China. I mean, China King, almost a China King. <laughs> I don't know if they're talking about Tiger King as much in China is what I was going to say. But they're talking about that China King a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what was they got some buffet again? somewhere, right? What was his name Buddha? Was he the China King? I don't or even know Confucius. if he's... Who was Chinese? I don't know if either of them are Chinese, actually. I don't One know. of them is for sure Japanese. I think Confucius. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look know, it I'm up. I'm just going to Google guys... China King and just see what comes <laughs> see what up. Comes up. Well, China had a lot of kings. But I want to know who is the first one they think of when you say China King. <laughs> Uh, is this is from all right. The first thing that comes up is a restaurant in Anaheim. <laughs> that's why I said I think that's a buffet. Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Confucius was part of the Tang Dynasty, so Ooh, a very sour dynasty. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Had yeah, there's no China there. King. It's just a restaurant. I mean, there's a China girl and a David Bowie song. Yeah, yeah. A lot of girls in China. Some oh. say not enough, though. <laughs> Oh, come on, Andy. Because of some policies from the 80s. Yep. What is it? Two kids per household? One. One kid per household. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Woof. Okay. Well, yeah, we look forward to the Michael Jordan. I almost said Michael Jackson. (laughs) That's already available. Yeah, the the 10-parter. We did not look forward to that. No. It was uh, Leaving Neverland or whatever. That's still on there on the HBO. Yeah, that was a one-parter. That was like a four-parter. No, that was a couple episodes at least, yeah. Okay. And uh, the next thing before we get into our main... Subject discussion here. The NFL has announced it's going to be on a new network. Yeah, so uh, we had talked a bit about the NFL possibly adding a seventh playoff team. And they went ahead and said, yes, that will happen this season. Uh, assuming there is a season. And we're, we're still very hopeful. It's still quite a few months they away. Will, there will be a season. There will um, be a season. But now there will be a, another playoff team, which means there will be another playoff game. So the seventh seed will end up playing the two seed, who loses the, a bye week in this. So they're kind of uh, hurt by all this. The Chiefs were a uh, a two seed this year, had a bye, went all the way to the Super Bowl and won it. Um, so they're going to lose the two seed will lose that advantage, and that's uh, not great for them. But it's great for uh, fans of teams just trying to get into the playoffs, get a game. So now there'll be uh, three games per day on the first playoff weekend, and one of these games will be broadcast by CBS. As well as Nickelodeon doing its own special broadcast Nickelodeon. geared towards kids. So I assume that means it's going to be play-by-play by Mark Summers. I was just going to think the guy that was... Colored the, by Michael Malley. The host of uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, the, I don't know who that guy was. See, I, I, I don't either. That's why I had to just say it that way. I, I, that'd be really cool. He'd Mark come Summers out and like, Michael Malley, those are household names Cargo me, shorts. <laughs> and uh, maybe they you know infuse guts into it. That's Michael Malley. That was, yeah. He was the best. So, I mean, get creative with it. Yeah. They're trying to obviously get, you know, younger kids into the sport. But how else? How, what better way to do it than infusing guts or legends? So that's the, the thing devil? is, do kids even actually know what I was talking about right there at all? No. Well, I mean, some kids might just be pissed. They're going to turn on thinking they got like their show on and then it's going to be an NFL game. Yeah. Because I don't know what's on Nickelodeon still. The like Wiggles, SpongeBob. I don't know. SpongeBob's 20 years old now. Is SpongeBob still making new episodes? I don't know, but it's 20 Somebody years told old. Me There's they, a movie coming out. Were. Or there was. 
not anymore. All movies have been canceled, but there was a SpongeBob movie coming out, I think, this year. I saw, yeah, definitely. I saw a trailer. It had a Keanu Reeves in it. Canceled. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's too bad. Like it was going to be like a live action SpongeBob? Uh, his face is in like a tumbleweed or something. So I don't fucking know. That sounds They horrible. do go to the real world, though. Oh, boy. That sounds that's like one of the Simpsons Jones. go to the world with yeah. the real world. It's, uh, I don't know what's going on in that movie. And uh, we'll have to wait till 2029 to find out. Mm-hmm. Avatar uh, 2 will be out before then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, do we want to get into our discussion topic? Yeah, so here's our, our special thing today. Like we said, we couldn't can't really talk about last night's game because there was no last <laughs> night's game, but plenty of games have been played before. Yeah, it's true. So uh, the thing I want to talk about today with all of you is uh, the best teams to never win a title. So this doesn't mean the best seasons from a team that didn't end up winning that season. I'm talking about teams that kind of you know played together for a while and never ended up winning a okay. title. So, so yeah, you're not, talk, you're not talking about like that season of the Montreal Expos where they had like the no the or or the most famous one, the New England Patriots won 16 and 0 and didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the New England Patriots have won like 19 Super Bowls, so yeah, they don't cares. count. So uh, my rules here are that the Ooh. team had to the core to kind of stay together for at least three years. That's like they had to have three good years, um, and. The team had to substantially change. If they want, they could have won a title with some of the same players. Mm-hmm. But if they substantially change their team over time, then uh, they're eligible for this. I feel okay. like I so, have. A, are you just doing this for the last decade, or so since the nineties? Okay. Right. Although one team did have a their start in the eighties, but uh, their you know their streak of dominance Is this went just into the nineties. What sports do we have? Here? So I have uh, the big three that you know we know. So no hockey, but NFL, NBA, MLB. Uh, where would you guys like to start here? What sport? About NBA, because I probably will not know anything All else. Right, yeah, we can go NBA. I don't know if I'll, how well I'll know these. All right, so uh, here's here's an example, and this uh, the most. I'm gonna go order of most recent to oldest. I have an idea. I have a feeling on one of the most recent ones, and then we can talk and kind of figure out who. Uh, I'd say let's find the top four, and then who the best team is, and give them a give them a trophy because there's not gonna be a, there might Tony's not be a trophy. Take trophy. Yeah. So uh, the. The most recent team, and I don't think this team is a contender among the rest of these, and I know it's one of your least favorites, uh, James Harden's Rockets. Ugh. Since he's uh, been with the Rockets since 2012, trash. they've won an average of around 53 games per year, and that would be higher except for a couple of just like awkward bad years they had, but they've had a lot of good years, including uh, 65 wins two years ago, where they hmm. took wow. the Warriors for seven games, really could have won a title that year, didn't get it done. But they're still kind of a contender now, so maybe maybe they'll get there. Nope. All right, the next team. This one hurts me so oh, much. Yeah, I, mean, I knew this was coming. Lob City. From 2011 to 2017, the Clippers won an average of 54 games. Zero titles, though. They never uh, got over the hump there. They were never really the favorite in any year, but they were just around and like good enough that you thought, you know, if, any, if everything went right, maybe they could do it. It just it didn't happen, and... Uh, the team dissolved, and uh, the players are in different places, but the Clippers are back. So maybe the Clippers will win, but Lob City yeah. did not and will never win a championship. Yeah. Actually, that was part of the top 100 plays I watched today. DeAndre Jordans was in the top 10. His dunk on the lob over like With Brandon, Brandon Knight. Knight. Yeah, that was incredible. And I, I literally, it was funny because as we watched that, producer Luke was like, 
Is Blake Griffin even still playing? I laughed. I'm like, oh, he is, but he's just not relevant anymore. He's, he's out for the season. So Yeah, I was like, he's been injured, plus he's just on a garbage team. And yeah. He actually had a really good season last year. Um, Pistons to make the playoffs, but yeah, just he's not he's not relevant. Uh, the next team on this list, the Oklahoma City Thunder, from 2009 to 2016. So that's, who I, that's who my guess was going to be. They won 54 and a half games per year. And they had the three-headed monster. And that includes a season where Kevin Durant was out for the whole season and only won 45. So hmm. really, they were uh, quite a dominant team over the stretch. Yeah, that was a good team. Uh, at the beginning, they had Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. But for the back half, they really uh, they, they traded Harden and they only had those two stars. But they were just they were a really good team. Uh, they almost beat the Warriors in their final season together. Uh, they they blew it. Durant left, and that's the end of that team. That was a super fun team to watch to see their rise. I remember I think they were an eight seed one year, and they played uh, you know a tough playoff series, and then they made the the finals way earlier than we thought, losing to LeBron and uh, Wade, that great Heat team. Uh, speaking of LeBron, next team on this list, the 05 to 2010 Cavs. Also won 54 and a half games per year. Uh, this team was basically LeBron and some other parts. Not a whole lot there. Uh, but they were very, very productive. Won a lot of games. I think they won 66 games one year. Um, but didn't get it done. They always struggled against the Celtics. And, you know, they lost to the Magic that one year. They did They did make the, the finals really early on in this run and just got swept by the Spurs. Um, damn Spurs. Yeah, not all that memorable of a team aside from just young, young LeBron, you know, carrying a team. It was just incredible. Uh, another team I think we all enjoyed watching. 2004 to 2009 Phoenix Suns. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> enjoyed. That was the team I was going to say that I was, if you didn't have them on there, I was going to actually bring them up myself. Okay. I that, hated that every was single person very on that good team. team. That was a very good team that never won it. Uh, did I hate everyone on the team? Actually, probably yes. No, yeah. I, no. Steve Nash, I like. What about Tim Thomas? But long-haired Steve Nash, I did not like. Hated Diao. Oh, hated, Boris uh, Diao. God damn it. Um, Raja, Raja Bell. Hated Barbosa. Raja uh, Bell. Yeah, is Raja Bell, he's the one who hit that three against the Clippers in the playoffs. Hated yeah, him. he looked like Tim a Thomas. villain. Did, well, who did Tim Thomas hit the big shot? That against? was against the Lakers. That's yeah. what I thought. That's why. Tim Thomas was good. I actually don't have. Sean Marion. Yeah, the ugliest yeah. shot in Woof, the game. Ugliest person in the world, too. <laughs> Who is their big guy? Oh, Stoudemire. Stoudemire yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you talk about him, uh, he's okay. There's nothing wrong with him. I did not let a team get me to say worse things about them than, than the Kings, early Lakers, followed swiftly by the Suns. They were they were frustrating because you just like missed a shot and they were already down the court. It was insane. I think to um, me the the team I still hated the most was still the earlier Spurs. Like Yeah, the, the Spurs too, but 2000s. I st- I liked that team a lot more than I liked the Kings or the Suns. Fun fact, the Spurs are not on the list list because they actually won titles. Yeah, they won titles. But great team. A team you just mentioned is on this list yeah, and that Kings. is the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. 2000 to 2004, they won an average of 57 and a half games over the stretch, but zero titles. Who's on? White Chocolate's off that team by then, right? Uh, he would be he on the there first in year. 2000. He, 2000. he lost to the Lakers that year. God, he was traded for Bibby. Yeah. He traded for Bibby. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he, that guy went, was incredible. He went to Miami, I think, right? Yeah. Or, or was that later on? He, he, he went to he, Memphis. Yeah, he went to Memphis first. He was traded for Bibby. That's so. right. Bibby was on Memphis. Yeah. Chasing I think Williams. Bibby was on Vancouver. God damn, he was. Okay, good. yeah, you're right. Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, but that was. Did Bibby ever play with Pau Gasol? 
Probably. No, no, I don't think so. Like Actually, 2001 was when Gasol was a rookie. I don't think so. Um, but that team was just loaded. Doug Christie, Flotty, <laughs> oh. so much. Peja. Bobby the, Jackson. The, yeah, I was going to say Bobby Jackson off the bench. And then they had the guy who was the Corona guy. What was his name? The guy we said was from Corona. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scott Pollard. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that him. That was yeah. his name. Backup center. <laughs> Even though, yeah, he was nothing crazy, but he definitely looked like really he was good from the, in NBA he was, 2K. He was from the 90s, man. That guy was 90s written all Corliss over. Corliss Williamson. And that Hidu Turkoglu. Yeah. Coming off the bench. Turgo glue. Basically the... My dad called him Turgo glue. Yeah. The, the, he, he was, was the, really good. He was like the JV version of Stojakovic. Yeah. Like a good shooter still, but like was no one was a Stojakovic shooter. This is making me want to play NBA 2K, like old, uh, old school. Oh, yeah. right here in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up on this list... The Miami Heat, 96 to 2000. What you know what's so funny? I was almost going to bring up that team, too, with that Alonzo Mourning. Yeah, Pat Riley, Tim Hardaway Jr. PJ yeah. Brown and Jamal yeah. Mashburn. Goddamn. Dan Marley. That was uh, an interesting era of the NBA, very slow down. Yeah, that was when um, they uh, – the good defense, too. Like, you had teams yeah. like the – it was – games were 78 to 81 back then, and that was a final score. Yeah. My, uh, you had best, one three-point shooter on the team. Yeah. My best memory of this team, though – was when they were the number one seed in the uh, strike-shortened year, um, the, when they only mm-hmm. played 50 games, and mm-hmm. they played the New York Knicks in the first round. And Allen Houston hit that runner in Game 7 to upset the the Heat. And uh, these teams had a big a, a really big rivalry at the moment already because they had that big brawl, I think, a year prior, where Van, Van Gundy was holding to oh. morning by the leg. And it's like, so these teams hated each other. And the eight-seed Knicks ended up beating the Heat and probably their best chance of winning, winning a title. And, uh, well, the Knicks were one of those teams that could have been up there too then probably. They really only had – they didn't they have consistent had runs. They had yeah. they yeah. had a, a few good years with they lost with the, the What year did they lose to the Spurs? That was 99-2000. They lost yeah. Latrell Sprewell. They lost all hope, I feel like. Yeah. But they, they did make a finals run also earlier in the 90s, but they just didn't have any consistent runs. It is weird to think about, like, the Knicks are so When did Ewing bad. retire? Like, that year. Like, pretty soon after. 2000? Like, 2002, maybe. Hmm. It was pretty it, soon it, after. It is crazy to think that they were, like, that the Knicks now are so bad. when it's like Because when you think of, like, even though, I mean, like, when you think of 90s basketball, 90s sports, I mean, you still think, like, you always think kind of like New York teams. Like, when you think 90s sports, you even though they weren't the dominant team in the 90s, you still think the New York Knicks... You definitely think of the New York Yankees. The New York Rangers were a very, very good team in the 90s, and it's just kind of like... They had it going on. You know, it's just crazy to think that. I mean, you think kind of like maybe like more of the 80s is when you think of like the Giants and Jets, but it's just kind of crazy to think that, you know, 90s, uh, like Knicks basketball, New York basketball, and New York sports just... Yeah, when the Yankee, Yankees are still really hey, well, good. Well, Dolan has coronavirus, so maybe he'll... Have a you know a, a mind changing experience and maybe he'll step down. That's no, where it starts. No, no, he, does, he seems like he's gonna die, die. with his well, name on the New York. He just know. got all that money from Balmer for the forum. Yeah, that's true. Like Four hundred million. Yeah, Andy, congratulations. In cash. In cash. Shit. Um, all right, next team. Ninety-three to two thousand Utah Jazz. I think we know the uh, duo of that's from this team that we. Uh, Saw for so many years. I didn't have... I was so little at the time yeah. that I couldn't really despise any of them. I liked the mailman. Oh, Greg Ostertag. Oh, no. So don't much. get me wrong. He was the absolute worst. Fucking Shrek wear, wear, wear a fucking double zero also. Anyone that wears double zero is an asshole. <laughs> he just looked like a piece of shit that would come out like covered in slime and like slip and yeah. his jersey also, would come off. Didn't Carl Malone, wasn't he known for sleeping with like a lot of women? Yeah, I think he has yeah. like 15 uh, well, baby mamas. He got in trouble that he, he like... 
got a 13-year-old girl pregnant when he was Whoa. like 20. And it Whoa. was like, well, technically it's legal in Louisiana or wherever he was from. And it's like, what like, year was this? Yeah, what? This was 1942? Yeah, yeah. This was, this 1942. Was, <laughs> is that still a little early? <laughs> Just a tad. And he, he what is like, this, 1996? <laughs> it was like 81 or something. It was before he was in the NBA. He also has like a bunch of kids with different women and stuff. And he kind of like wasn't a good father and that I mean, kind of if, stuff. But I think he's better now. I, I don't wonder know. what I don't these know. kids look like now. Are they going to be like super athletes? One of them is in the WNBA. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Pretty good. But, uh, you know, aside from that. that John was a, Stockton. Yeah. Just a, a great team. They went they went against the Bulls twice in the finals. Lost both times. So, uh, Michael Jordan. It's kind of a theme. Michael Jordan uh, owes... Actually, the last three teams in those lists, he owes them all rings because uh, well, that's kind of like them. Steph Curry and LeBron James in some of those lists in the well, at least uh, they they did win. So you know the Cavs did win. This next team never won a title. The '92 to '98 Sonics: <laughs> Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Detlef Shrimp. I always like saying Detlef Shrimp. It's a good I used name to, to say. I used to pretend I was always when I would play it on the schoolyard. I would pretend when I would do an elbow jump shot, I would always be like Detlef Shrimp. Because I just felt like I'd always see him take like mid-range jump shots. So this team won an average of 59 and a half games over a seven-year period without winning a title. They went, they went to the, the finals once. Yeah, you the one of their best players on those teams, Hersey Hawkins. Yeah. Question to you that I care more about than uh, whether or not they should be getting the Tony Stake trophy. Will a Supersonics team ever come back? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what the building- fuck? Why isn't Bezos put a team out there? You would the think. Northwest loves their sports, and even like I've been told that the Portland Timbers, even though that's Oregon, but it's just the Northwest in general, has like some, one of the best fan bases. I mean, you look at the Twelfth Man in the in Seattle for the Seahawks. You look at uh, the Portland Trailblazers were always a very good home court. They say the Portland, like I just said, the Portland Timbers are very big home court. I know Oregon's always out there for their teams. So I mean, the Northwest loves their sports. So I I do think that Seattle coming there, they're they're putting a hockey team in Seattle in the next couple of years. You know, if I had gone to that game in Portland, they were playing the Kings on that Saturday. That was four days before the NBA was shut down. Yeah, wow. That would have been kind of crazy. Yeah. But I could have possibly had coronavirus. I feel like a lot of people up there have it. Yeah, I don't know if any Kings players got it, did they? We, know. Know, we don't know. That's yeah. something we don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Smart had it, but he already said because he's tested positive, he's already been cleared Yeah, that he's going to donate some of his blood plasma to see if like uh, it can help into something. Because I guess that's like their new research is they're trying to take blood from people those that antibodies. have had it. Yeah. But anyway. So we're doing eight per sport, you said? No, I just have a list of what it ones, and then I want to do a, like a top four and, and then give a trophy out. To oh, I like team. this. All right. So the last team on the list, the 90 to 95 Suns. Now, this is actually two years before Barkley joined the team. They actually had some success before Charles Barkley. And then when they made that deal to get him, that really put them over the top. And they became a true title contender. But they were good before. Uh, they had Kevin Johnson, Jeff Hornacek, who was you know, the main piece that was traded for Barkley. It was pretty good as well. They had AC Green. Mm, beanie Babyhead. Yeah. So that was an uh, interesting team. Dan Marley, Danny Ainge. See, I don't, I don't know that. Team. When did Jason Kidd come? Uh, that was later. Kidd went to, was on Dallas first, so oh, Kidd yeah. came in like '98 or something. Hmm. So did he yeah, ever this play team. With Barkley? No, I think Barkley was gone already. So this team made one finals appearance. Barkley won the MVP that year. They lost to Michael Jordan in the finals, like every <laughs> team did. So, yep, that's another 
team that uh, Michael Jordan prevented from winning a championship. Classic. Okay. Mike. So you so. want us to pick four teams? So yeah, let's get uh yeah four contenders here. Obviously, I think that OKC team. I think that's a good one. I um, like. Uh, I mean. I think the Utah Jazz. I was. Just, I was. Yeah, just gonna say I that like that team. team. Minus Ulster Tag. I mean, honestly, that the, the that Suns team. So the yeah, the Steve Suns Nash. team and yeah. and that Nick the, uh, that the Kings Nash. team was really good too. Well, that Kings team also don't forget was part of the Dunahy stuff where they were that oh, in that, that yeah. Western Touché. Finals again. Yeah, I forgot or about not that. Western, was it the Western Finals? Or did yeah, they play was, the Blazers that, was, that year? That was the Western, Western Conference Finals, yeah. Yeah, so the Western Finals when I know Dunahy had some games. It's funny because even Chris Weber, I think it was this basketball season or it was, a, it was probably last basketball season where he joked around with Shaq when uh, Shaq, they were joking about it and then Weber was like, yeah, you know, just took a, a dirty ref and like whatever else. And like, so it's, you know, they joke about it now, but... You know, then that Kings team honestly might have been outside of Shaq and Kobe. Overall, that Kings team might have been more talented than that Lakers team. They're certainly more deep. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think overall they were more talented. I just think the Lakers just had two of the best players in the world at the mm-hmm. time. But uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, so, I've always liked that Kings team. I've always had, even though they were a team I hated, I always had a little like crush on how good they were. That just never won. I think that's why I liked them more. I think we have five nominees here. So the Thunder. The Suns, Steve Nash Suns, the Kings, the Jazz, and then the Sonics have to make it because they actually had the highest winning percentage of any of these teams on here. So I think they just have to be in the conversation. Okay. That's hard. So let's say out of those I mean, five. If I had to eliminate someone, I would have to say either the, I would say maybe the Jazz or that Suns team. Because the reason why I like keeping the Kings in there is because I think when the Kings made their run, I think the NBA was a little more competitive. At the time, because you had those Laker teams that were good, you had the the Spurs that were really good at the time. Yeah, the Sixers. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I want to keep the Jazz in here because they actually went to two straight finals. Okay, I think that's quite an achievement. Well, how I many think. finals did that Suns team even go to? Just one. The Steve Nash team never went to the finals. Then I would maybe take out that. Yeah, team. take them out. Yeah. All right, so we got our top four: the Oklahoma City Thunder of two thousand nine to twenty sixteen. The Sacramento Kings of 2000 to 2004, the Utah Jazz of 93 to 2000, and the Seattle Sonics of 92 to 98. It's a long run for the Jazz. Yeah. I mean, what was that run again? 93 to 2000. Those those two guys played together for 16 years. Yeah, Stockton and Malone were like the best. Malone never won a ring. I don't know if Stockton ever did either. He probably didn't. I think he just played in Utah. Stockton only played in Utah, so no. Wow. Well. What about, are we uh, going to the next sport then? Well, we got a crown we of champions. Have to, yeah, oh, so we're going to, I didn't know if we were going to get a final four for all the sports and then crown. What do you guys I, think? I, do we do we want to give the trophy I was just, to? Well, are we taking the trophy out of this four or do we take two to the finals? <laughs> you want to narrow it down There's to no two? ties. <laughs> no, I'm saying like get down to a finals and then you pick one out of those I'm two. I'm going to, I would say Let me think Jazz Kings. I'm uh, saying Jazz Thunder. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I figured you're going Sonics. I'll go. I like honestly. I'll go. I like Jazz Kings also. I liked that Kings team. All right, but I guess they never made it to a finals. But because but I but I liked them. I liked them. Yeah, yeah, they have the Spurs too. That team yeah. really was deep. I mean, that team had and and Dallas was good over those years too. Yeah, yeah, they were. But they they Dark. won. All right, so Jazz versus the Kings. So there's three of us here. It's pretty simple. I think we got a method. My vote is with the Jazz, so what about you guys? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I I still have a little part of me that hey, hates the Kings. This is this is your vote, and and don't be biased. I'm I'm gonna say the Kings then still. Oh, I don't like that. But you both have to say it. We gotta we gotta do it like the Rotten Tomatoes thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get our vote in before in our heads. I feel like I might go Kings. All right, the Kings get a Tony's take. Memorial Trophy. Oh, congratulations. Well, I just liked that team a lot. I mean, you had Vladi was at the towards the end of his career Vladi there, but looked still like could all do the it. bad Russian people, Chris, like an Air Force One. Chris Weber was in his prime, and I think we sometimes yeah. forget how good Chris Weber was in his prime. And then after they lost Jason Williams, then it goes to Mike Bibby, who was that pesky, that pesky I little guy. Hated that little jumbo. And then you had Doug Christie who could hit his shots, and Stojakovic, who was like a hundred percent shooter everywhere. <laughs> but then it was that bench that came in, because like you said, Corliss Williamson. Bobby Jackson was like the main guy off it. Turgo Turkaloo. Scott Pollard would come in and do something. I feel like we Damn have to good be team. missing yeah. a guy or two in there too. But And it's our state's capital. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, that's all there. All right. Really we ready for the next sport? I probably won't have much well, to contribute to these two. It'll be fun. What do you, what do you think, Tony? MLB? I'll just say NFL. the Angels. Let's do NFL. Let's save baseball for last. All right, NFL. Um, I think there's less teams on this list. Uh, starting from most recent, the current Saints. So this is where I said the team could have won a title and still be eligible if the team has kind of turned over since then. Uh, Drew Brees won a Super Bowl in 2009, uh, but since then the team is basically completely different. Drew Brees is the one constant. Uh, these The Saints from these last three years, they've uh, averaged 12.3 wins a season. And they've just had a rough, rough playoff uh, experience. Had the, the Minneapolis Miracle, and then they had the pass interference <laughs> taking them, taking the Super Bowl away from them. And then just and didn't then show up against uh, who beat them this year? The Vikings again. They yeah. had that uh, maybe offensive pass interference in overtime to win the game. Oh, yeah, the push off a little bit. And remember, yeah. I picked them into win the Super Bowl, heading so into the playoffs. So, so did I. That was bad. They're just, they were, they're a really good team, but they're going to be there and. This season, so maybe they'll uh, get off yeah, this they, list. Did they just get someone? Uh, they signed Emmanuel Sanders. So that's okay. a nice pickup. Yeah. Uh, this next team, Tony's Tony's boys, Pittsburgh Steelers of 2014 oh, to 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. An average of 11.2 wins we a know season. Who he's going to vote in to win. <laughs> <laughs> just an incredible offense. Yeah, it was um, crazy. That's, why, and that's what's so funny is because, before you get into that offense really quick, like this team was so good, and they almost, because they couldn't win a title with this team, is there was always these talks about firing Tomlin because it was almost like you have at the time arguably the best running back, best receiver, and it's like you guys can't win a title. And But, yeah. yeah Patriots always stood in their way. Yeah. Uh, and, That's know. another one. Just like with Michael Jordan, Tom Brady was like that Michael Jordan for a lot of these teams. Oh, definitely. He blocked a couple of these teams here. Uh, the next team, the 2011 to 2013 49ers. The, uh, the Harbaugh teams, they won an average of 12.2 games per season. They lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens in one of the better games, you know, of the last 20 years. And had that crazy uh, blackout. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole Kaepernick experience. Definitely a memorable team. One of those years was Alex Smith. Uh, I remember they beat. Oh, and they, they lost in the NFC Championship the game yeah. to the Giants because that guy dropped all the punts. Yep. But they beat the Saints in a great playoff game. Uh, that was a really good team, really loaded defense. And uh, since then, the Niners were able to rebuild, and they were in the Super Bowl again this year, so that's nice. But uh, uh, that team did not win. All right, the next team I have on this list, this one hurts me. Oh, yeah. San Diego Chargers, <laughs> 2004 to 2009. 
an average of 11.2 wins. Who was the quarterback uh, during those times? Breeze and Rivers. Okay, yeah, Rivers. So was Breeze the there. first two years. They had more success with Rivers, including a 14-win season, a 13-win season, where they lost in the second round both times coming off a bye. Really One good. of those years they lost to the Steelers, right? Uh, that playoffs. was that was 2008 when they weren't as You know, good. another team in there that blocked a lot of people was those Colts teams, too. Yeah. Because of Manning. The, yeah, the AFC for, you know, 15 years had Manning, Brady, and then Roethlisberger, who was always with a good team as well, and he's a good quarterback. So it was really hard to win. Um, just a lot of, like, a lot of good franchises. The Ravens as well were always competitive. I made it hard to uh, do well for a lot of the lesser teams. The next team, another AFC team, the Tennessee Titans, 99-2003. Very famous Super Bowl where just barely couldn't get to the end zone. Uh, but they went on to have more success after that, never reaching the Super Bowl again. But Steve McNair did win an MVP at the end of that uh, run there. Uh, pretty good team with McNair and Eddie George and just a solid defense. Uh, not very, I would say not that memorable outside of that Super Bowl, but they were productive. They won a lot of games. The next team, I think more more flash here, 98 to 2000 Vikings, mm. Randy Moss. They had Randall Cunningham and then followed by Dante Culpepper. Uh, that one team, I think they won 15, they went 15 and one, but ended up losing to the Falcons. That's the team everyone remembers, but they were still pretty good the next couple of years, but couldn't uh, make it to the Super Bowl in any of those years. It was very sad. Okay, the next team, Kansas City Chiefs from 90, 1990 to 1997. Oh, wow. This was uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, led them on a uh, pretty long run of success. They averaged almost 11 wins a game over this, this stretch, eight years. That's pretty impressive. A lot of playoff experience, uh, appearances, but a lot of playoff failures as well. They never uh, reached the Super Bowl at all during this stretch. Uh, that's just uh, Schottenheimer has two teams on this list, and that's just what he's going to be forever known for is not getting his teams to win in the playoffs. Last team on this list, I think uh, you can probably guess. Oh, the Bills? The Buffalo Bills. <laughs> From 88 to 93, they won an average of 12 games a year. Oh, yeah. But I think what we all know is that they <laughs> lost four consecutive Super Bowls. Four, four times no rings or whatever. Four trips, no rings. That's funny. There was a, there's a good shirt out there that I forget what it says, but it's something like that, like four trips, no rings or whatever. It, it's still, it's almost hard to believe that it could happen. Uh, yeah, like that. that a team, especially in that sport where it's like you have to win single games. You know, it's not like basketball where it's like, okay, if you're the better team, it's like, okay, you're going to win this series most times, so it can make sense to get there, and maybe you just lose to a better team. But it's like, no, this team went there four straight times. Yeah. And a couple of them, at least one of them I know, was like a game-winning missed field goal. Yeah, I think that was the, the famous one, like a 41-yarder hit off the crossbar. But It's crazy. All right, so that's our list. So the the current Saints, the 14-17 to 17 Steelers, the 11 to 13 Niners, the 04 to 09 Chargers, the 99 to 03 Titans, the 98 to 2000 Vikings, the 90 to 97 Chiefs, and the 88 to 93 Bills. So I'll say the Bills have to be on this list. I, yeah, I was gonna say I got my four. I think I, I like the Bills as well. I'll go Bills. <laughs> I like the Vikings. Okay, I remember that, was, that team. I was a maybe with the Vikings. It was a very talented team, but I can't remember like. Actually, I mean, they were just playing at a, at a time when the NFL was really good, too, because that's when you had, like, the Broncos, like you said, the Falcons, There was the that huge, the huge upset that their kicker was perfect on the year, kicking field goals, didn't make the kick, and they lost the game in the NFC Championship. 
Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll go Vikings too because that was a very I, I, a lot of times right now. I'm just thinking about the times they played, and like that was a competitive time. But I've definitely got my two other teams that I was already keen on. All right. Well, I'm a little lost, so I want to hear them from you. Steelers. Well, I'm the Steelers is one of them just because of how talented that uh that that offense was. I mean, their defense was good enough, but I mean they. The offensive line too is under underrated in all this. I yeah, mean, they. I mean, they were a just very great. good team, but the only the other one too, honestly, is because I remember how awesome that offense was. Also, is the Chargers, the o four o nine Chargers, because I remember the year where they won like fourteen games or whatever, and it was like Ladainian Tomlinson. A lot of those times, that, that's around the time when I based a lot of these people, these teams, off of like Madden, and uh, Ladainian Tomlinson was just ridiculous on that. I played. I've played fantasy football with my dad since like. I was in like third grade and like Ladanian Tomlinson was the one that like, cause we were in a league where rushing touchdowns were 11 points. So it was almost one of those things where whoever drafted Ladanian Tomlinson in that stretch, it was like they were going to win. Yeah. I believe in uh, 2006, he set the record with 31 touchdowns, which I don't think will ever be broken. Yeah. Um, and the following year was a huge disappointment with only 20 touchdowns, which yeah. like today is like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I mean, they had Antonio Gates, who was like the best tight end at the time. One of the best. And then, I can't remember their receivers off the top of my head. Uh, for most of the stretch, they didn't have good receivers. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember that like uh, they had like McCardell or something, right? Keaton McCardell they traded for and uh, was all right. Um, Vincent Jackson didn't Vincent Jackson, didn't come yeah. on till the later part of yeah. that, like two thousand eight or nine or yeah, so, t- like two thousand seven, two thousand nine when he was really they, good. he was good though. But then it was like their defense was good. That's when you had uh, who was the big guy in the middle? Merriman. They had Sean Merriman, great pass rusher. Quentin Jammer, did they still have him at the Quentin time? Quentin Jammer's a solid corner. Donnie Edwards was a great uh, guy yeah, at USC. It was Sean Merriman, I remember, was just like he, the he was. He was amazing. He would have had a great career if he didn't hurt his knee, which some people say is uh, steroid-related. Yeah. He, he did oh. get busted one year. but We'll uh, never know. <laughs> yeah. One of those. It happens all the time in the NFL. People get hurt. It's sad, but that's, that's the sport they play. Oh, uh, so. yeah. All right. So is that our four? Yeah. I guess we can go. I mean, if you agree with it, unless there's another one in there. I think that's good. And I think my top two are the ones I said before, Bills and Vikings. I like the, I'll go with that too, because the Steelers and like, I'll just, I I mean, it's like they were good, but I mean, there was never like a season out of those. Like, I just felt like it was a very talented team, but there was never a season out of there that I can remember off the top of my head where I was like. Oh, they should have done it because they never even got to the Super Bowl. I don't think with those teams. I don't think Bell or Brown have ever been to the Super Bowl. No, but I think I think didn't the Patriots make the Super Bowl six consecutive times during that stretch or something? So they, yeah, they made. Yeah, they they were tough. Yeah, they were the, the tough team to beat there. So oh, the and Bron- I mean the, the Broncos, Broncos were in yeah. there one of the years. They had that. They had a really tough game against the Broncos that they lost. I remember was that the championship game for who the Broncos the Steelers? Yeah, I mean, the Patriots or the Steelers. There was there was a really good Steelers Broncos playoff game. I remember during that stretch. So. Well, there was the one where they lost in the first round to Tim Tebow. Yeah, that, that was one. before though. That was like two thousand. No, this was against Manning. I think it might. Oh, have been. you know what? Yeah, that was when there was a controversy. They, they uh, Steelers. Now I'm remembering it. They fumbled. Yeah, that was, was Bell it. was hurt. That was the year Bell got hurt, and they were down to their third string running back. All right, yeah. and he was having a good game, and then he like fumbled. And I remember like I remember going into that game like they have no chance to win, and then all of a sudden they were doing pretty good, and I was like, wait a minute. And then there was that big fumble, and I remember just being like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But, yeah, no, I'm good with Bills, Vikings, and then, in my opinion, I think you have to go Bills. Yeah, I think you have to. I'm going Bills. I think it's just crazy to get to a Super Bowl four straight times and never win. I mean, you're the best that never was. I mean, to get there four 
to get there four times, especially in the NFL, to get there four times in a decade is crazy. I mean, it doesn't seem so crazy to us now because we're so used to this, the Patriots, but to get there four times in a decade is insane, let alone to lose four, to make it four straight times and then to lose all four. I mean, I think the Bills, they're worthy of this award of the greatest that never won for the NFL. All right. Tony Steak. Congratulations to Buffalo. And the Sacramento Kings so far. Yeah, you get the, uh, the honorary trophy here. Uh, we're going to wrap this up with baseball. Uh, there's three teams on this list that are uh, active teams. Can you uh, guess who they are? Wait, so there's four teams on this list there's, that are active. There's three teams that are active. Angels. And by active, you mean like they're still their current team is still together? Yes. Okay. Uh, the Angels? The Okay. <laughs> that's that's enough. The Yankees? Yes. Okay. Uh Oh, the Doyers. Yes. Oh, Andy. <laughs> This one's a little under the radar because uh, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Because they didn't? Oh, is the no. Not the Indians? The Indians. Okay. But they're a little broken up now. Kind uh, of. Well, yeah. I, but I would, I would have them on the active list because... I had money yeah. on that Indians team like two years ago. Yeah, looking back, they won, probably this year won't count. When they I'm won sure. like 20 years... Yeah, I mean, 20 straight. years, wow. 20, like, three games in a row. This will be a fun one because there's definitely some teams that in the early 2000s that I kind of remember. We'll, we'll see if I have them on here. Uh, this one, I think, was harder for me to find. Well, there's only, the like, right one teams. or two on the top of my head. from the So, it, yeah, in baseball, teams don't stay good for, like, a sustained period. Yeah. And also teams that do usually end up winning. Yeah. So, yeah. Got, the Dodgers. The Dodger one's going to be impressive. The Dodgers, uh, it's been seven consecutive years averaging 96 wins. That's insane. It's really hard. The Indians have been uh, five years of, or four four years of 95 wins. Yeah, they were definitely worthy of that stretch, but I think this year it wouldn't be part of it because uh, they, I mean, they still have Lindor yeah, and Ramirez, gone, which is the yeah. one-two punch, but you lost Kluber. Bauer's gone. You lost Bauer, yeah. I mean, Carlos Santana was still a big piece of that. I mean, who was even on that team a couple years ago where that won 20-something in a row? Uh, Brantley. That's right. Oh, Kipnis yeah. was part of those good teams, too. Andrew Miller was a huge part of those uh, teams. Yeah, he was a good closer. Yeah. And that was a Carrasco who's already back after battling leukemia. And then Salazar. I mean, they have like that one, two punch. Outs. Oh, I, I already, and just by action now. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm getting too ahead of myself. Let's go. Let's yeah. get the. All right. The next team, the Detroit Tigers, 2011 to 2014, with uh, behind Verlander, Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez. Oh, Victor uh, Martinez. They were, they were really good. They went to the World Series once, losing to the Giants. Uh, next, the next team here, the Rangers, 2010 to 2013. They won 92 games a year. Uh, they also went to the World Series and lost a heartbreaker. Just a great Game 7 where they blew the lead twice to the Cardinals. Once in the ninth inning and then once in extra innings. That was the, the Rangers? Yeah. That was the Game 6. Was that game six? Yeah, that was when David Freeze hit. Okay, the, yeah. So then they, they still, hit the, they lost the game triple, seven. and then yeah. they were. Then what people don't remember too is that they got Rangers got up again. Yeah, and then he they tied it again by I think like a Berkman double or something from Lance Berkman, and then it was in like the twelfth when Freeze hit the walk off, and then they won game seven. But I mean, I don't even know how you come back from that. I mean, I think Josh Hamilton went straight to back to drugs yeah. after that. But yeah, that was a really good team. Hamilton, oh, yeah. uh, Nelson Beltran, Cruz, yeah. Uh, Ian, was Ian Kinsler on that team? Yeah, he would have been, been, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Who were even that? Who were their pitchers on those teams? I feel like they were like randoms. They just got it done with their offense. Uh, was you Darvish there? Yeah, I'm, that's, that is hard. What year was that? 
Uh, I have 2010 to 2013. I don't remember the World Series year. I think that was a World Series. I think was like 2011. Yeah. All right. Because I just want to see who those pitchers were. Elvis Andrews, another good. Oh player. yeah. So let's see from the top here. From so their lineup or one of their like their starters that year. Yeah, you had Mo Michael Young. Yeah, long time Ranger. Him. Yeah. Yeah, and then everyone. Mitch Moreland was there. Some of the guys on the you had like Mike Napoli. Chris Davis was off the bench. All right, yeah. So their big pitcher, okay. It was like Kevin Millwood, another team or something. Oh, CJ Wilson, I think, was actually decent back yeah, then. Yeah. Scott Feldman. Uh, Tommy Hunter. I don't remember if he was like Matt Harrison. Yeah, I don't know. This isn't like. Yeah, not a great uh, pitching rotation, but really good offense. Yeah, this wasn't even like. Yeah. I can't even like I uh, that was one of those things I just really don't remember a lot of those uh starting pitchers and whatnot. Mike Adams though, that was when he was a good bullpen pitcher at the time, I think. Dave yeah. Bush, that's one of your favorite guys, right? Isn't that the guy that got like the what do he do? Wasn't that the guy that got like arrested, like DUI or something, or like manslaughter? And then I don't came know. back and he throws like a fucking hundred and twelve miles an hour. There's so many baseball guys, it's hard to remember them all. Yeah. All right, the next team I have here. The 2008 to 2013 Rays, they made that World Series there in 2008 and never went back, but you know still were pretty good. Had some playoff appearances. I think uh, Evan Longoria was kind of the uh, the leader there of that that team, but they also had some good players: David Price, James Shields, Carl Crawford. They had some good years, and it was a uh, nice because that franchise was so bad for most of its existence, and uh, has been pretty decent as of late as well. All right. All right. All right. The next team on this list, Moneyball. Oh, yep. That 2000 to 2006 A's. I think uh, probably the most memorable part of that team was their great uh, starting pitching. Tim Hudson, Mark Mulder, Barry, Barry Zito. Zito. That was a great. They, and then that was right at the time, too. Rich Harden was there for a little bit. Harden came in at the end, yeah. He was one of those guys that was like, uh, man, he was good. He was like, he reminds me of Mark Pryor. It was like one of those guys that. There, if they would have just avoided injuries and was it were able to have a long career, they could have been a couple of the best. I remember those two guys when they were pitching at the time. Yeah, they also had they had a number of good hitters. Uh, Giambi oh, yeah. was there and then left. Miguel Tejada was there and left. They had a uh, who else was there? I mean, they had like that. That was the whole thing that year. The Moneyball team. Well, Eric Chavez was one of the ones that was always there for a while. Yeah. And then you had, you know, when they went and they got that that famous Moneyball season where they won 20-something in a row, and that's when they had, like, guys like David Justice and then Scott Hatterberg, uh, was Terrence Ross, right? Not Terrence Ross. That's a player. Terrence that's, Long. Terrence Long. Yeah. But they had good pitching, too. You had Isringhausen was one of the better closers at the time. Yeah, that was well, yeah. They had some a uh, couple good bullpen guys. They had, was it Sam Bradford? Not Sam Bradford. <laughs> Why do I keep Chad Bradford? Yeah. God, the, I'm always good the second time. The submarine yeah pitcher you don't see that anymore uh no i don't think i, I don't know if there is a guy right now chad that. bradford was intense with it that's a good movie moneyball which is actually going to be a preview of a topic yeah. for our entertainment yeah nice it's a that's good one. just a uh, little preview i don't know if yeah but uh this team was never able to get it done in the playoffs i mean and that's what they say uh why am i blanking on his name well the famous quote is that billy bean said billy bean my shit doesn't work in the playoffs and I don't think that's true. I think it's just, I think this is some bad luck, you know? A couple but players it, but I'll tell worse. you what, Billy Bean and his little scout there who Jonah Hill plays, 
they've kind of changed baseball a little bit because now baseball is a lot of analytics and they were that guy was kind of a feel like you know one who of that the guy first, works for like microsoft now or something the cleveland browns oh does he yeah. paul de podesta yeah well at the time though for baseball i mean he was one of the first to realize at least in this era of baseball that baseball is a very analytical game and because i'll be honest with analytics I think it works the best with baseball, or at least it seems like it does with the success. I mean, baseball it definitely is, does, yeah. Base, you can't do it really in hockey. I mean, football, it's kind of whatever. Basketball, baseball is the one where you really can, and it's like that's why you get a guy like Jason Worth who has openly come out and said that nerds have ruined baseball, but that's because a guy like Jason Worth now with all the shifts and stuff, like he just didn't last long. Uh, he was also like 38. No, I know, but I'm just saying like he just got upset, but I'm saying it is a guy like him that – because now you do do stats where you're like, okay, this guy pulls the ball 76% of the time. We don't need a second baseman when he's up. And yeah. it's, it just it happens. Well, across the bay, there was another team having all kinds of success. The San Francisco Giants, a 2000 2004, oh, yeah. won an average of 95 games a year. Uh, this Got to the World Bunks. Series. Yeah. They did go to the World Series, lost to the Angels. Jeff Great Kent. Yeah. That was a very good team all around. Yeah, but Barry Bonds was just on another level. Barry Bonds... I, uh, <laughs> You know, I know obviously you can get upset like steroids and stuff, but I will say, and I, I say this every single time, I have never seen more of a hype in baseball than that season when he hit the 73 home runs when he would come up to the plate. I remember people like I would be at my, uh, my parents were in a bowling league at the time. So I would run around with my friends. I was like nine, 10 years old. I think I was like 10 years old, whatever it was. Did they get to the World Series the year he hit 74, 73? I think it was the year later when they got to the World Series. You're right. Cause the year he hit it was the year Luis Gonzalez and the Dimebacks won it. Because that was the year when Luis Gonzalez busted out like 55 home runs and everyone was like, what the fuck? But when Barry Bonds would come up to the plate that year, so that would have been like the 2001, whatever it was. So I'm like 10 years old, 11 years old. I'm like people, I just remember people at like the Boyne Island. Whenever he'd come up to bat, people would just like almost rush to the TV. Like it was the time where ESPN would be like in the middle of a show and be like, oh, we're going to go live to San Francisco because Barry Bonds is up. Yeah. And it was just like, it was crazy. And I like the craziest thing to this day. With that is just when Buck Showalter decides to walk Barry Bonds with the bases loaded. That is the ultimate respect is he is up to bat and Buck Showalter. I mean, I don't remember what the score was at the time, but still the fact that Buck Showalter is just like, I would rather guarantee to get, give them a run than risk four runs coming in here. And like, it was just, that's how he was. And he was, I mean, when you saw him come to the bat, man, that was a prime home run looking hitter. It was, it was exciting. You know, you just don't see that as much anymore. I mean, I know there's more home runs hitting baseball today than ever before. The last two years, they've like broken the previous record, but you just don't see those seasons anymore where a guy hits 60 or 65 or you got a couple guys racing in the 60s. You know, it's like someone maxes out at like maybe 50. Like actually this year, I yeah. guess there was like three. Was there how many guys were in the 50s this year? Just Alonzo? Yeah, I think so. But it looked like Trout was on pace. Yeah, Bellinger like, was on pace at one point. But. And Suarez is the one that actually came in second. Suarez yeah. hit 49, I think. But yeah, that was a that was a good Giants team. Jeff Kent was their cleanup hitter. That's had, my winner. Yeah, yeah. When the guys were juicing, is there still more? They had Russ Ortiz. Remember him? Oh, the pitcher. Yeah. That was one of the ugliest guys. They <laughs> had a fun wire. Those were the days. Yeah, and they had a uh, Rob Nen as their closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had a good, honestly, rotation. Uh, Levon Hernandez, who right, also can yeah. hit the ball. Levon <laughs> Hernandez is a. Uh, on the list of uh, he deprived one of these teams of World Series. Oh, yeah, so we got a little bit more. Yeah. Sean got a little excited there. The Giants I'm casting just his vote early. Now. I don't, we, got, I don't. we got three more on this list. My, honestly, my vote's probably on that Giants team too. So the it was an exciting time. I even like that. 
Did yeah, you see yeah. Adel Mariners 2000-2003? Yeah. The, this I knew was that off the strength really of one great, great year, but they were yeah. still pretty good for a few years after that. See, that's why with them it's tough with me because I know they never got to the World Series and it was really one big year with them. Yeah. But it they, happened to be a record-breaking year. They won They won like 95 games a couple Like years Brett Boone never had a season like that again. No, and he ne- his forehead never recovered. <laughs> I just remember when he hit like, what was it, 144 RBIs that year? It was. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if they ever won or not. There's another team I just thought of that you might have on that list. Okay, well, when we finish, you know, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. missed it. Um, but yeah, great, great team. Uh, it was crazy that they had lost A Rod, Griffey, and Randy Johnson in like a span of two years, and then actually won 116 games. Um, Ichiro, obviously, huge part of that. One of the most iconic baseball players of all time. Just was amazing to watch. He was so different, and still is so different. But yeah, just a. Really good team. Next team on this list, I'm just going to go ahead and say they're the worst one on here. But, you know, I needed someone from this era. The Astros of 98 to 2005. This is the uh, Bagwell and Biggio team. Uh, they also had they had Randy Johnson one year, I believe. Uh, they, they went to the World Series in 2005, lost to the White Sox, uh, have since switched leagues. But it was a pretty solid club for a while. And yeah, that Bagwell Biggio uh, team up never won a World Series. Also had Lance Berkman there. Do you have any thoughts about this team? So when I think of this team, I think of a, a buddy of mine's older brother that uh, would we, we, this was back when I was in like middle school or like maybe a fresh, I think it was a freshman high school or sophomore. So it was probably about 2005 or so, 2004, 2005 ish. He actually. We had he had like one of the uh, MLB games, like two thousand four, five, three, whatever it was. But it was the team that had Bagwell, Biggio, Moises Alou, like Carlos Lee, I think maybe on one of those teams. So this might have been like two thousand five, so. four. But he uh, he put it on easy difficulty, and I remember he would hit like eighty home runs with each guy, and it was like pretty funny. So that that team was a powerful team. Uh, I don't know. Had if, Roy Oswalt. Did Bagwell ever get to the World Series in Biggio? Were they on that one of those teams that got it in the? I think they were both on that team that went in 2005. But that was when Biggio was on like his last leg. Yeah, they and were Bagwell both, they were probably both older. And they had Ken Caminiti who passed away a few years back, like ten years ago now, ten plus years ago. Billy actually. Wagner was one of our. Yeah, he was one of those big best. closers. Yeah, but yeah, Roy Oswalt. That was when he was uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah, he had a good stretch. Yeah, that was a, that was an Astros team. They definitely had a couple really bad years in there though, too, didn't they? Uh, during this stretch, they were mostly good. After yeah. that, they got really bad. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I included them here. Uh, the last team on this list, the '95 to 2001 Indians. Yep. All right, that's the team I was thinking right. of, Andy. That was that's honestly Von Hernandez stole a ring from. Side side note: that was one of my. Uh, like when I first got into baseball, that was the f- that late '90s, mid to the late '90s Indians team was the first team I ever liked. Before I was just kind of like, okay, I just like the Angels or whatever. It was like that. That Indians team was like my first sports team that I truly ever liked outside of like growing up with the too. Lakers. The Indian team. Yeah. I don't know why? Jim Tomei. Yeah, Manny Ramirez. Often Manny Ramirez. Uh, okay, really, son. Really quickly, I just got to pull Bell. it up. There was some. Uh, let me just like those teams, like there was some Manny Ramirez stats back in those mid to late nineties that are ridiculous with his RBIs. There was a season where he hit 165 RBIs. Yeah. He was hitting cleanup in an incredible. Exactly. Lineup. And then he had uh 
44 home runs that year. He had 45 the year before, 145 RBIs the year before. He also hit 333 that year. 333, 44 home runs, 165 RBIs. You just do not see that much anymore. Yeah, I think I mean baseball's just different. He's a he was a free swinger, I would say. Oh yeah. Um didn't take a lot of walks, so he's, you know, constantly putting the ball in play, getting big hits. But yeah, I just look at this this team. Omar how do I forget Omar Vizquel? Oh yeah. What the I, fuck? So I remember that lineup. I remember it would go like Kenny Lofton, and then it would go Omar Vizquel, and then they would have put like Roberto Alomar in there, and then it was like all the power came. Then you had Manny Ramirez, or like Jim told me, Manny Ramirez. David Justice. Richie Sexton was there for a little bit. Travis yeah. Fryman. But who were their pitchers? Uh, Hershiser, I know, was really good in that uh, the World Series year, I believe. Who'd they um, lose to in the World Jarrett Series? Jarrett Wright. They lost to the, the Marlins with LeVon Hernandez. Uh, and Kevin Brown. And yeah. Gary Sheffield and Edgar Renteria. Jarrett Wright was really good to start his career. Uh, he was really young, I remember, when uh, that team was good. Um, they had Dwight Gooden. At the end of the road. Bartolo Colon was one of their, their big pitchers, too, as well. He was. You know then, what else uh, was? Jose uh, Mesa as their closer. I don't know how uh, good they were, but I just remember them kind of as a kid. Were those? What about those late 90s kind of Red Sox team that had Pedro Martinez? Did they make a run at all? So I considered them. They they were inconsistent. Yeah. But yeah, they had, they had good years with Pedro and Nomar and, you know, a bunch of guys. And they did win in 04. Yeah. So with a lot of those same players, so I didn't know whether to include them. Yeah, I only remember this because I remember thinking back. I remember it was the playoffs because, like I said, I was an Indians fan in the late 90s, and I remember when I think the Indians lost to the Red Sox in the first round of a divisional series or something in the, like, 98, 99. Yeah, I think it was, like, 98, yeah. And those obviously are all years that the Yankees just would win it. Also, Andy, another – when did the Braves last win? I also considered them because – so the Braves – This is why Andy and I do this podcast yeah. together. Is our minds are on the same level a lot of times with sports. So the Braves won 14 consecutive division titles. Yeah. And I believe they won the World Series in the season of their third one. Yeah, they definitely so they won went, it in the they 90s. they went like 11 years without winning. Yeah. But a lot of that team was the same. Chipper Jones, Maddox, I think, left and came back. Yeah, Tom Glavin. Yeah, a lot of those – guys were still the same okay throughout that whole run and it's still probably one of the more disappointing you know things that they only won once still crazy but uh yeah i, I they 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 got the ring so i didn't put them on the list but it's definitely got to be the longest the most consecutive playoff appearances without winning a, a championship in those years yeah it's just crazy i think it was 11 straight years they went to the playoffs without winning as we got our teams, any, any I mean, other, there's any other nominees here. It was hard to find teams in the '90s because the best teams did win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yankees, because that, that Mets team only got there like once, right? I mean, they, they only yeah. had like one or two good years, right? Because yeah. the Braves dominated that division. The Piazza year was their only where they had a uh, John Olerud and Piazza, yeah, and uh, whoever else they had. I think Ricky Henderson or something. All right. Well. Uh, all right. So I've already got like I can think of two off the top of my head that I liked. I mean I I liked that Indians team, but that was just because I think I have a soft spot for I, them. I know I think they're definitely on the list. I honestly I kind of liked that Giants team too with Bonds. I, mean, I like them as well. Okay. I'm Indians Giants. All we right. got four. We got to pick four all right. to start. Uh, uh I already kind of forgot all these teams now. Not forgot, but oh, I'm going okay, so, to run that run down again. Yeah, so here's my only thing really. Yeah, run them down really quick first before. Uh, I, the Yankees 17 to 19. 
the Indians sixteen to nineteen, the Dodgers thirteen to nineteen, oh, yeah. Tigers eleven to fourteen, Rangers ten to thirteen, the Rays zero eight to thirteen, the A's two thousand two thousand six, the Giants two thousand two thousand four, the Mariners two thousand to two thousand three. The Astros ninety eight to two thousand five, and the Indians ninety five to two thousand one. All right, so I like the Indians, Giants. Obviously, I completely forgot. I like the Dodgers. I mean, that, those. I mean, they got their two years in a row. Also, that team's been really good. Now I'm kind of. Yeah, this last one's hard. I assume you like the Dodgers, also. Yes, so I, the, I like those three. All right, I'm struggling for a fourth. I am too, because. A little bit of me wants to lean towards that early Mariners team because that one season was so good and Ichiro was like the best hitter. And they did have... How many years did they have A-Rod on that team? When did A-Rod go so to... So A-Rod was not in, on this team at all during the stretch. Oh, okay. So they had just lost A-Rod then to Texas. Yeah. That's right, because A-Rod left and I think everyone thought they would suck and then all of a sudden they were good. So I said they lost A-Rod, Griffey, and... But I liked Johnson. that team though because they had Edgar Martinez, you had Jay Bueller. I remember I... Oh, man. But... I don't know. I I don't want to say that that Yankees team right now because one. I don't know. There's just something about them that I mean. I think if they don't win it this year, then I would maybe start being like, okay, that Yankee team. But they've just had so many injuries that I mean, it's just kind of like whatever. But I mean, it is a really good team. They might be the best. What are you leaning towards? I think I'm gonna go with the A's. That A's team. I liked that. I mean, that A's team, if you're going to go by like what they did in the regular season, I mean, they always dominated the regular season and then they just didn't produce it into the playoffs. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that team then. I mean, I might as well, I'll put them in my final four then if, we're, if that's what we're going to agree on. All right. I guess I'll take Dodgers and A's as well. But Yeah, I for sure like those first three, but it definitely got hard. My number one pick is the Giants. And a little fun side fact, I got to sit in the Lexus uh, premium seats at a Giants game, not that uh, 2000-2004 uh, span, but it was like 2017. Literally, my when foot was on the bricks right in front of them. When they were trash again. <laughs> yeah, it was still fun just to sit there. That was really cool. Yeah. I mean, before we uh, narrow this down, I'd just like to say, fuck the Giants, because it's the Giants. <laughs> wow. And fuck them. <laughs> they did end up winning three garbage titles with yeah. shit teams <laughs> with assholes like Aubrey Huff. So, I like Aubrey Huff. Oh, you shouldn't. <laughs> Aubrey Huff is an asshole. Have you ever seen his, what, his Instagram? Oh, yes, that's what I'm referring to. His Instagram name? Andy, you've seen his Instagram? I don't know his Instagram name. I've seen his online presence, I'll say this. He got uh, yeah. banned from something. Really? No, he's, he's a dick. He uh, <laughs> His Instagram name is literally Daddy Huff. <laughs> oh, wow. But he's, he's a big uh, conspiracy guy. And He sure. had a... Uh, I don't know much about his stuff. I know he does do a lot of radio stuff. Oh, or the, podcast Giants, stuff. the Giants banned him from their... Uh, anniversary celebration. So he had one thing where uh, it was when uh, Kevin Mooney was first getting started. Is that his name? Kevin Mooney, right? The Saturday Night Live guy? Kyle Mooney. Kyle Mooney. Kevin's brother. (laughs) When Kyle Mooney was first getting started, it's one of the funniest bits. And Aubrey Huff literally had no idea. But it just tells you the way Aubrey Huff would treat somebody. This guy goes out there and he's just like struggling to say things, but it's part of the act, like the early stuff. Mm -hmm. And Aubrey Huff just looks at him. He's like, are you high right now? And then just would, and then also went like, he's like, I'm sorry, this is just the worst interview I've ever had. But it's honestly really funny. And Aubrey Huff actually posted it now and said, like, at the time, he literally was like, these people don't screen anybody. But he's like, but I look back at it and it's like one of the funniest things. But Aubrey Huff's just a guy's guy. But I think he could be an asshole. But Aubrey Huff was a good home run hitter on Rays. I don't know if he was ever on those 
race teams that were i was just looking it up he was on like a lot of teams that are on these lists but not actually in those years he was with the Rays from 2000 to 2006. Back when they had like... Then he was with the Astros the year after their run ended. Because I remember that year. And he's also with the Tigers before he's with the Giants. But but that's not even uh, relevant to... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so I think we've got our final four, but we got to narrow it down to two. I mean, I'll, I'll stick with that Giants team also. I, li- I mean, I liked that team. I mean, Benito Santiago, Reggie Sanders, Jason Smith was good at the time. I'll go Giants. I'm, I'm retracting it. And uh, Dodgers, because Dodgers actually won two years in a row. Oh, yeah, because the cheating scandal. Technicalities, yep. yeah. yeah. So yeah, I actually might amend my whole thing and go Dodgers, then Giants. Okay, well, my whole thing is like, I just I just can't think off the top of my head how successful that Indians team was, but they were. it was just so loaded. Yeah, and it was for multiple years. You know years. what? I'm gonna I'm actually gonna switch here. I'm gonna I'm not gonna do the Giants. I'm gonna go Indians Dodgers. All right. That's that's my vote as well. Oh, well, here we go. Just because I that Giants team, I was just looking at their roster and it's like they were good, but they had that one year where they got to the World Series, and I think like the year before, but I mean Barry Bonds, it was almost like was just the big hype there on that team. Yeah. But that this current Dodger team was really good, but I just that Indians team. It was just like talent wise, it was just so good. Well, let me give you the stats here. So the Dodgers over seven years won an average of 95.8 games per season. The Indians over six years won an average of 95.1 games per season. So the Dodgers statistically were more successful. Yeah. But I also, yeah. But I, I think when I look at that too, I think of like, I always try to think of the time frame. I mean, the Yankees were the best team in the world. Yeah, at I mean that that's time. that's not everything. What I'm giving you there is not everything. No, I know. And the Red Sox, the place. Red Sox were really good. But I mean, then you can look at it both ways because if I'm not mistaken, at that time in the late '90s, the AL Central was garbage outside of the Indians, right? I mean, the Tigers uh, and Royals I mean, the, weren't good. The Royals were terrible. Yeah, no, I don't think the Twins were any good at uh, that time. Not during that stretch. They were they were in like the earlier '90s, but. I mean, the Dodgers did get there two years in a row, and then, I mean, it did come out that both teams they lost to might have been involved in a cheating thing. So with that said, I will give it to the Dodgers. But talent-wise, scary lineup-wise, that that Indians lineup in the late 90s, I think, was one of the better lineups ever. So I will at least say that on my side note. Yeah. I'm hoping, uh, you know, this time next year, if we revisit this, we won't have to have the Dodgers on this list. Um, the shortened season winners. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's you look back at that Indians team so loaded, but like, will we look back at this Dodgers team and look at the guys that came through even and say like, oh shit, they and and like they I had, said, uh, what's uh, Machado for one if, year? It's if like, Yankees don't win it this year, then I honest they would have definitely been in my final four because now you're taking you're looking at like a couple years in a row of like having Stanton, Aaron Judge, uh, Gary Sanchez. And now you have uh, Garrett Cole over there, Araldis Chapman still, uh, you know, uh, Glaber Torres. Yeah. I mean, uh, this it, core it, is really just DJ LeMahieu. I mean, it's, and what's scary is if they get to have, like, if this is ends up being like um, 90 game season, 100 game season, 80 game season, whatever you may have, then you're going to have a team that's already this loaded that doesn't have to worry about playing 162 games. As long as they stay healthy, it's like, I, I don't think. Anyone's gonna beat them, but or except for the Dodgers, the Dodgers should be representing the National League again this year. I really do think it'll be Dodgers Yankees, but that's for another time. If we ever, when we get baseball season going, which will hopefully be sometime, 
maybe we'll go into a preview. It'll be a little weird being a, especially now because they just basically had another off season. Yeah. I mean, not as in long, obviously, but still, I mean, it's going to be at least a couple, a few months. But yeah, I would say the Dodgers are my vote. Who are you taking? I have to go with the Dodgers. All right. And then it looked like Sean was leaning Dodgers. There Dodgers, too. Yeah. yeah. I had a team on all these <clears throat> lists. So I need something. But no, it makes sense. The thing I like to think of the two there is that you do have to think of, like, I always think of, like, you got to think of the situations, like what was happening in, in that sport at the time. And obviously, I mean, the AL was so good in the late 90s with the Yankees being the, you know, some of those, some of those Yankee teams where they say are the best ever. And then you had, you know, the Red Sox, I think were pretty good at that time. Uh, who was dominating the National League at the time? I mean, the AL West at the time was the Rangers when they had Levon yeah, Rodriguez I mean, they and had a couple of, Yeah, a couple of good years. Juan. The Gonzalez. AL West, I felt like, was always going back and forth. The Angels were in the gutter, but Seattle had Griffey and Johnson and A-Rod at the time. Uh, actually, Johnson might have been on Arizona by then. Or at least, when did he go to Arizona? Uh, well, he went to, I think he went to Houston first in okay. 98. And okay. To Arizona. So he was more like 94, 95-ish with the Mariners, huh? Yeah. But uh, but then you, you do look at the Dodgers. I mean, baseball is still very good and competitive, right? You know, for the Dodgers these last few years. I mean, the the, the teams they lost to were good teams. But when you do find out that these good teams were giving themselves an extra boost by cheating, it really does make you just have to say, like, that Red Sox team could have – I mean, that Dodgers team could have won two in a row easily. But yeah. They, they could have won earlier, too, if uh, Joe Kelly didn't fuck up Hanley Ramirez. Joe Kelly, yeah. <laughs> Dodger hero. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because he's a local guy yeah. from, from Corona. A friend of ours actually uh, went to a, a dance with him because she went to Corona High School with him, and she was friends with him, and they, it was either homecoming, winter formal, or I think it was winter formal because I think she said she, she had to ask goggles him. to the dance? Probably. <laughs> All right. You want to you wanna recap this? Sure. Yeah. So we, we awarded three trophies today. Woo. In the NBA, we awarded the Kings an honorary NBA championship. Mazel tov. In the NFL, we awarded the Buffalo Bills an honorary championship. And in MLB, the Dodgers. A true championship. Yeah. This this means more than the uh, they should have won because they cheat, because the other teams cheated. I think this means a lot to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to call Dave Roberts tonight and tell him the good news. I'm sure he's going to be thrilled. Yeah. There's gonna be a parade in uh, <laughs> no downtown. Out. No, no, no. Well, no. The good thing no. is you don't have to close off any streets. <laughs> yeah. Everyone stays in their own cars. It's gonna be Skype only parades. Yeah, it's good. It's a Skype only parade, huh? All right. Well, anything else uh, to get into before we wrap up this sports podcast? I think we're ready to end. Yeah, I'm good with it. All right. Well, yeah. Make sure you uh, tune into our entertainment pod. Check out that. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Everyone's bored. Yeah. You realize this. This has never been a better time to listen to a new podcast. So share with any of your friends if you have any. If you listen to our pod, you're probably a cool person and you have friends. If you have uh, good feelings about the 90s and a little bit later, this is a great podcast to listen to. You, yeah. remember, you remember some old players. Yeah, we stuff. don't reference a lot of like 50s. There's not a lot of Rob Nen talk in no. this podcast. And I kind of like what Andy did with this day because this was actually a surprise to Sean and I when he came in with this discussion topic. But expect more of those over the next few weeks until uh, we actually have real sports to talk about again. Because yeah. I honestly, those are fun because they are like little blasts from the past because you do forget a lot of stuff. Like I, a few of these teams I forgot, I look and it gets you to look up names and you, and you look up those rosters and names that you completely forgot existed and... It's all fun, so it's good to uh, get to go back in there. Because honestly, like, times like this, you're alone a lot. You're kind of with your thoughts. It's 
little nostalgia is not bad. It's just what the doctor ordered. And, and if we miss the team, you're like, you guys, yeah. you assholes. Yeah. yeah I already, uh, dot take. Find us on Twitter. Or I already feel like our, uh, our good friend Tommy will, uh, if he listens to this podcast, uh, I feel like he'll have, he'll, he would definitely be a good person to uh, mm-hmm. talk with this because he knows a lot of good sports from the 90s. And John Starks, whatnot. you asshole. <laughs> yeah. He would, uh, he would have a good opinions on that. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for episode 164 of the Tony's Take podcast. You've been listening to me, Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road Thesaurus. Thesaurus, Andy. <laughs> that was good. All right, I'll take it. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. See you later. <laughs>